This is the Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Today's sponsor is lynda.com. lynda.com helps you to learn and keep up to date with your software, helps you to pick up brand new skills or explore new hobbies with their easy-to-follow video tutorials. Whether you want to be a better communicator or a better leader, lynda.com offers thousands of video courses in a variety of topics. Right now, I'm taking a course by John Ullman. It's called Influencing Others. I'm always curious to see what other people have to say about influence, and it helps me to keep up to date. Linda has over 2,700 courses, and they're taught by industry experts, and they add new courses every week. I like to look through the new courses as well. My favorite part of lynda.com is the fact that it's one low monthly price. For $25, you get unlimited access to the entire lynda.com library, which is really awesome. So I worked out a deal with Linda to provide you a special offer. You can access their entire library free for seven days. If you visit lynda.com forward slash speaker, you can start your seven-day free trial. That's lynda.com forward slash speaker. Today, I want to talk about a topic that's often overlooked when it comes to training, and that's transitions, transitions in a speech. I think that when you have strong transitions, that's what transforms a good presentation into a really great presentation. It's the effective transitions that make the points flow together into this cohesive whole. And I have discussed this topic before in an episode called Three Simple Steps to Smoother Transitions in a Speech. But today I want to talk about specifically the use of nonverbal cues to support your verbal transitions in a speech. So perhaps the most important tip when it comes to transitions, I believe that we remember to use the full stage. Effective public speakers always use the full stage to deliver their message. So no matter what your topic is, if you're standing stiff behind the lectern, it'll guarantee that you'll lose at least some of your audience. I never use a lectern. I always use the entire stage. And and the best way to use that stage is to plan and practice your movement. You don't want to randomly walk from one spot to another. It's ineffective and distracting. But with deliberate movements, you can help the audience visualize where you're going next. For example, If you're transitioning from one time period to another, move right or left as you explain it. You might say something like, in 1871, this town's main source of income was coal mining. And then you move either to the left or right when you say the next line. But today, the oil and gas industry is the top income earner here. And by the way, when you say the words but today, that's the time they should be moving from that one spot to the next spot. And similarly, if you're referring back to an earlier time period, walk back to that original location. Or if you move on to another time period, find another point on the stage to walk to deliberately. You can also use the same type of movement when you're talking about something that's happened earlier in time. So you could take a step backward to indicate that you're talking about something that happened much earlier. Or taking a step backward also can indicate that something was negative. If you take a step nearer to the front of the stage, it could mean that you're transitioning to a more positive point or that you're making a closer connection with the audience. It's always these transitional movements that help you deliver your message in a more subtle yet powerful way. In essence, it's like you're bringing your words into the third dimension. You're making the movement mirror your words. The next tip is to utilize your facial expressions and gestures. 
So I usually talk about facial expressions and gestures separately. But when it comes to transitions, they really work together to support what it is that you're saying. And in fact, they, in essence, will come first before the words come out just slightly. So let's say, for example, you're showing a video, and at the end of the video, you say something like, as you saw in the video, we made real progress in our efforts to stamp out this childhood disease. That being said, if we become complacent, all of our progress will be reversed. So here's the thing. How do you feel inside about what it is that you're saying? If you're feeling angry and accusatory, you may actually have a slight scowl on your face, and you may actually even wag your finger at the audience. And what will the reaction be then, right? Your audience will probably feel they're being scolded or talked down to. So the poor transition delivery will take away any sort of support that you gained from the previous part of your presentation. So the idea is to feel inside what it is that you want your audience to do. If you truly want your audience to take action, think in your mind that they will take action and then your gestures will flow from there. Perhaps you'll put your hands out in an open position. Your face will show an emotional plea, an open emotional plea. And it won't be forced, it won't be unnatural, and it certainly won't be angry. So using your face and your expressions and your feelings, your emotions will help you to transition more effectively. The last tip for today is to vary your vocals. So what do I mean by that? I think that your delivery during the transition is extremely important. So even a short pause between words gives the audience time to digest what's being said, and it allows them to ready themselves for what's to come. So similarly, changing the volume, the speed, and the tone of your transition words will signal a change or a break. So it's important to purposely add vocal changes during transitions, and the bigger the transition, the bigger the vocal change. For example, I suggest always using slightly longer pauses between all the major points that you deliver. And in fact, you may even want to sip some water during one of these longer transitions. Especially if you're taking questions along the way, these longer pauses between the main points will leave space for the audience to ask their questions about the point you were just making. I also suggest that you use the pause as a transition during the Q&A portion of your presentation. So after you deliver your closing line, insert a long pause. Don't immediately blurt out, are there any questions? And I'm going to repeat that because it's important. Don't blurt out, are there any questions? Give your audience the time to absorb your final closing words. Now, your closing words should be strong enough to act as a signal to let the audience know that you're done. You're done with the main part of the presentation. However, you can strengthen that closing signal by pausing and gazing directly at your audience. Don't rush the pause. This pause will signal the transition from your closing to the interactive part of your talk. In fact, the transition to the Q&A should be so obvious that I recommend you combine it with movement that brings you closer to the audience. You can even remove a jacket at this time. These nonverbal signals together will indicate that you're now moving into the informal portion of the talk, answering the remainder of the audience's questions. So by moving on the stage and using facial expressions and gestures and varying your vocals, you're able to create smoother transitions, and these transitions are critical for effective public speaking.
when you're practicing your presentation, even if you're practicing just sections of the talk, make sure that you're also including your gestures, also including the vocal delivery. Make sure that you're as close to a natural conversation as you can, because that will help you create smooth transitions that, again, are key to delivering an exceptional presentation. This is Lisa B. Marshall, helping you maximize sales, manage perceptions, and enhance leadership through keynotes, workshops, and online courses. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. I'd like to encourage you to visit our sponsor, lynda.com. Linda helps you to learn and keep up to date with software, helps you pick up brand new skills or explore new hobbies with easy to follow video tutorials. Whether you want to be a better communicator, a better leader, lynda.com offers thousands of video courses in a variety of topics. Learn what you want, when you want, with access to over 2,700 high-quality online courses, all for one low monthly price. To try it free for seven days, visit lynda.com forward slash speaker. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com forward slash speaker. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>